always good to be with you, even when the news is not so good. Well, it didn't take them long, did it? It didn't take the Democrats long to politicize another tragedy. Never let a good crisis go to waste. That's been their motto for years, and they live up to it well. You have to at least give them a few points for consistency. They never stray from their narrative. They love their narrative. Yes, once again, the only answer to cold-blooded murder with a gun is gun control. Of course, you already know the event to which I'm referring. Another horrific school shooting has taken place, this time at a private Christian elementary school, the Covenant School in Nashville, Tennessee. Kids and teachers and staff just going through their day. Suddenly, three of these students are dead. Three of the staff are dead. The assassin was herself, 28-year-old assassin, former student of the school, apparently. She herself was taken down by the police. All day, as news reports were initially coming in, we heard very little about the identity of the assassin. Even after more information was released, you wouldn't have known from our cable news talking heads commentators. And their reasons were obvious. But before I even go there, the police did respond. They responded quickly. While that did not stop a tragedy, it did save the lives of many more potential victims. So there are things to be grateful for. But never mind the police. We shouldn't have needed the police at all. If guns had just been against the law, we wouldn't have needed the police because nothing would have happened in the first place and there would have been no reason to call the police. Those are the talking points, my friends. Those are the talking points. Yeah, that would have done it for sure. You see, and you really need to follow this logic carefully, people who don't have enough of a moral compass to refrain from murder would at least think twice if they have to disobey some gun restriction law. Yeah, murder is one thing. Getting a hold of a gun under the table illegally? Well, that's just a bit too far. After all, I have my standards. Yep. Makes perfect sense, and if you don't see how, don't worry. The mighty Biden administration is here to explain. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre herself made the president's plan crystal clear. Here it is, in a nutshell. Hold on to your seats. President Biden is demanding that Congress do something. Thank God! What brilliance! What backbone! It's right up there with, for crying out loud, wear your mask. Here are the president's words as articulated through his surrogate press secretary. How many more children have to be murdered before Republicans in Congress will step up and act to pass the assault weapons ban, to close loopholes in our background check system, or to require the safe storage of guns? Yes, of course, this entire travesty should be laid at the feet of those who will not pass gun control laws or further gun control laws or yet more gun control laws. It's not like we don't already have a ton of them. That is the only contributing factor to crime. And only Republicans are guilty of enabling these killers. 
Not the Democrats with their thoughtful progressive strategies such as, oh, let's see, how about defunding the police or ordering police to stand down in the middle of riots to enable the violent vandals to blow off steam in the name of democracy and free speech like we saw back in 2020, the summer of love. That didn't contribute to crime at all. And while they defund the police, they defend Antifa. You know, Antifa, those purveyors of brotherhood and harmony who try to convince us by their name that they are not fascist, since we probably would never have guessed by their actions that they were not fascist. And naturally, letting those arrested for assault or rape out of jail without any bail has nothing to do with the rise of crime or allowing people to just walk into stores and shoplift up to $999 worth of merchandise without getting arrested. This stuff doesn't embolden thieves and thugs and cutthroats at all, does it? And it doesn't explain why people throw water balloons on police who are ordered not to respond. And it doesn't explain execution-style assassination assassination of police, although, to be fair, those police would be allowed to respond if they were still alive. Legally, they're allowed. Physically, it's a little more difficult, being that they're dead and all. And I sure hope you aren't naive enough to think that open borders contribute to innocent lives being endangered just because cartel members and terrorists are simply letting themselves into our country. Now, that's not to say that woke politicians see no need for police at all, no need for the rule of law at all. Police come in very handy when arresting their political opponents. And who could forget those important COVID enforcements? Oh, you loved those? The guy arrested for surfing even though he was the only one on the beach and out in the water at that? Or the woman arrested for taking a drive by herself at night during the lockdown? Those were two of my favorites. But the bravest police story I ever witnessed was the mother who received a knock on her door from a uniformed authority because it came to his attention that her little girl was playing with her friend next door during COVID. You catching the magnitude of this? Who says the government hasn't been looking out for our safety? Who says bravery and chivalry are dead? Now, I hope you're paying attention. Follow the rules carefully. You aren't supposed to protect yourself. Just call the police. And never mind the fact that they may or may not answer your call, depending on what city you live in, what state you live in, who your mayor is, who your governor is. At least in Nashville, the police arrived, and they arrived quickly. Horrible as the shooting was, just imagine how much worse it might have been if the police had not responded so fast. That will not console the families of the victims or the friends of the victims. Of course it won't. But it does speak volumes to the families whose loved ones were spared. It should also speak volumes about the places we choose to live, the people we put in power, the standards that guide them, if they even have standards, if their legislation isn't fueled by a need for votes and the special interest groups who fund them, 
Anyway, that's my response to the primary talking points. Meanwhile, for the longest time, we were hearing very little about the identity of this assassin, and that is because the identity does not fit the mainstream narrative of our self-righteous pundits. They expect shooters to be white and male or conservative or Republican or Trump supporters or pro-life people. Those are the ones they salivate to talk about. Not women. Not even women who identify as being a man. Okay, now look. As far as I'm concerned, a killer is a killer. I don't care about the race. I don't care about the color. I don't care about the gender. I don't care about the gender preference. I don't care about the gender transition. If they kill, they kill. It doesn't mean I'm assuming that all transgenders are dangerous the way the left will immediately assume. If one pro-life person gets violent or tries to blow up an abortion clinic, they'll assume that all pro-life people are like that. And we hear that. This just verifies what we've always known about those dangerous pro-life people or dangerous conservatives or dangerous Trump supporters, whatever the case happens to be. If one or two people are violent, they'll paint with a thick brush and make everybody dangerous. I don't do that. I only bring it up to show how the media does not know how to handle somebody that does not fit their narrative. Transgenders are supposed to be viewed as victims. The idea of a transgender victimizing anybody else, they can't even conceive of that. They don't want you to conceive of that. And so they will try to find a way to explain it. Just watch. By the time this is over, there will be sympathy for the shooter. Already, NBC News is talking about resentment on the part of this 28-year-old former student of the school. And we're being reminded that up to now, there has been no police record. They will spin like Rumpelstiltskin. They will spin because you are not allowed to think of transgenders as violent. Well, my friends... I do not think of transgenders as violent. I don't think of anybody as violent until they commit violence. This is Bob Siegel making the obvious obvious.